So Malachem Mishnah Yomi is in chapter 3 of Nedarim Mishnah Tet, continuing in Halach Achar Lashon B'nei Adam, the concept that we follow the normal usage, the colloquial use of terminology in interpreting Nedarim. So Mishnah 9, a noder mina yilodim. Someone takes a neder from yilodim. Now, yeled means a child. Yilodim basically means those who are born. But it doesn't necessarily tell you those who already were born or will be born. So what does this mean? Muter benoladim. He's still allowed to have benefit from noladim, from creatures that will be born in the future after the nether. Minhanoladim, if his nether is against those who are nolad. Now, nolad is the same shorish, the same root of yeled, but the nun makes it passive. So it's as if saying those who become born. So here, aser beyilodim. He's, he's forbidden from benefit from anything that gets born. Now, the word nolad can also, it can mean in the future, but it could also mean those who are already born. So it's really it can mean both. So he's kind of stuck. Rabbi Meir, matir af beyilodim. Rabbi Meir allows, in this case, those who are yilud in the sense that they will become born in the future. So his netter is against things that were already born, but not those who will be born in the future. But the sages say, lonit his intention of the vower was not ela b'mi shedarko laholid. When he was talking about nilodim or yilodim, he was talking about species that give birth. So any creature that gives live birth, including people, that's included, but birds and fish with which lay eggs are not. Now Mishnah Yud is really juicy. Hanoder Mishovte Shabbat. Someone takes a vow against those who rest on the Sabbath. Asr be Israel. He is forbidden from having benefit from the Jewish people who Baruch Hashem keep the Shabbos, and Shabbos also keeps the Jewish people. And he's also forbidden with the Kuthians. The Kuthians are also known as the Samaritans. They are a tribe that was imported from outside of Israel. Now, the Gemara talks about this in the fourth chapter of Brachos, how Senchayriv, yeah, that, that's Senchayriv, about 2,700 and change years ago, invaded the northern kingdom, sent a lot of the Jews in the north into exile, but there was no one really there, so he imported, he did, you know, you understand what we call nowadays ethnic cleansing and population transfer. He imported uh, illegal immigrants from Kutha to settle in the northern kingdom in Samaria. They were attacked by lions. They complained, and he said, we'll send you a Jewish priest to teach you the ways of the land so the lions don't kill you. So these Kuthians end up converting to Judaism, but it was sort of a half-hearted conversion, as we're going to see. So what about the, the mission it goes on? Me'ochle shum, those who eat garlic. This refers to a takana of Ezra that the Jews should eat garlic on Friday night for their health. And as we mentioned, in Ketuvo, for the health of their families. Uh, so Asr be Israel. So he's forbidden to have benefit from the Jews who are no heg like this to eat garlic. Asr be Kutim. And also the Kuthians took upon this, uh, this minhag, this custom as well even though the Kuthians famously didn't really accept rabbinical laws, and this was obviously rabbinical takana, an enactment of Ezra, they really kind of only did the biblical stuff, and they were sort of wishy-washy about that sometimes. But this rabbinical edict, they were known to follow, so it applied to them as well. What about Me'ole Yerushalayim? Those who go up to Jerusalem, we should see it rebuilt very soon. Usr be Israel, the Jews do that. Jews go to Yerushalayim. Mutzar be Kutim, but he can still have benefits from the Kutim, the Samaritans.
Now, the Bartonura points out, and we've seen many places, the Samaritans would stay away from Yerushalayim. They had nothing to do with the temple. They had their own little temple on Har Grizim. And later on, a few generations later, you know, for, for a while, their status, uh, their, you know, their sincerity in conversion was doubtful. But then later, they went, uh, our sages went up on Har Grizim, and they found they were not only davening to Hashem there, but they had some idols, some bird idols that they had imported from Kutha, that they were also praying to. So they were really, it turns out they were idolatrous. And we mentioned the Kuthians were known as the Samaritans because they lived in Samaria. If you hear the English phrase, good Samaritan, you know, we think that means, oh, he's a great guy. He's a good Samaritan. He helps out. What it really means is most of the Samaritans were truly evil and would trick other people and would do idolatry. So a good Samaritan was somewhat of a rarity. So it's sort of a strange, strange way that phrase got into English and is commonly misunderstood. Yeshar Kochachem, Zaygizot.